Okay, I'll invite Abby, Nella, and Andrea to come on up. Thanks for having us, guys. The worship was awesome, and I'm just glad we made it. It's been a crazy week, so I'm just happy we're here. Yes, yeah, come on up. So yeah, we have Andrea, Nella, and Andrea with us today, and they're just going to... Abby, sorry. Andrea, Nella. <laughs> Long week, like I said. Um, and they're just going to share their stories, so... Nella, would you like to share your story? Yep. Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Nella. I, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm glad to be here and uh, to share part of my uh, testimony. I was uh, born and raised in Mexico, and uh, I got married at a very young age and have two beautiful kids. Uh, right now, they are like... 20 and 24 years old and uh, yeah my life was before Teen Challenge was very very dark Um, uh, 16 years ago my husband was diagnosed with cancer and he passed away and uh, and that's when I became a young widow and I was searching for love amongst people and uh, I got uh, I just got hurt and and rejected all the time, and then I got remarried right after, and uh, it didn't last very long, and then uh, we divorced, and then I got into another relationship, and then just jumping from relationships to the relationships. That caused me to get married twice after my husband died, and uh, my life became very dark, very bitter, very angry, and uh, because, yeah, because I didn't, uh, didn't go to God for help, so... I was trying to do it my own way and then uh, find that love and peace with people. So I was trying to work harder and harder. I had more jobs lined up and, and, and uh, I totally I forgot about my kids. I didn't forget about my kids, but I just left them behind. And my kids were very small at that time uh, growing up. They were like four and seven when my husband passed away. So since now, since this last year, uh, my kids, they, um, they had been... Like pretty much like orphans out there by themselves and watching their mom always struggling with pain, hurt and rejection and and, and, uh, and work, too much work all the time coming home and, and being uh, sad about life and uh, I started drinking and uh, that caused me to have a few big accidents and I'm just very thankful to be alive this day and uh, you know, God saved me many times um, where I was like many times I was in a hospital and, and, and that's where my kids found me and didn't know if I would wake up again and doctors warned me many times and uh, I just didn't care anymore I just gave up my life I didn't care if I would die and uh, but uh, then one day I just realized you know what I need help and then I uh, came to uh, I came to Adult and Teen Challenge and but before that, I was in Mexico for three months, that one year before. Uh, and I came back and I didn't, uh, I wasn't prepared for the people to come back to the same people. And uh, I just got uh, rejected again and hurt again. And I just got into more deeper uh, drinking. And and then I came to Adult and Teen Challenge. Um, I found freedom. I found peace. 
This is my new family, my home, and uh, I'm in my 12th month uh, in the program. I'm actually graduating this month on the 28th. I'm so happy. And my kids, when they saw me, they came to this program and they came and visited me and they said to me, Mom, we don't want you to come home anymore. They want me to come home and visit, but they say, Mom, you know, we see you happy, you see, we see you in peace, and we know this place is for you, Mom, and this is the place where God has for you, and we want to see you working there, and we want to see you growing closer to God. So I decided to, um, to um, after this program, we have another program we can take, it's a call surge program to learn about leadership and just, just keep growing closer to God. So I'm taking that program, so I'm going to stay with Adult Teen Challenge, I'm not going home. And my kids are so happy for that. They're so thankful that they have their mom back. So they're not orphans anymore out there. And, uh, and yeah, and the next thing I really love about uh, this place, we have a, this uh, super thrift store. And, uh, and there are so many opportunities that we get to uh, uh, pray for people. There are so many broken people coming to this place. And, 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 uh, and we have the, this opportunity to walk up to those people and just... Uh, uh, making a good relationships with them and we start praying for them and then and, and uh i experienced one guy he uh, he gave jesus to his life in super in the super thrift store and that was amazing to see and uh yeah i just love it and, and our leaders uh, sister tara and brother aaron i work with them and and all our leaders there is just amazing every time i go home and uh, i just looking at the time already okay when is time to go back to my new place i'm so excited to go back because as soon as i go home to my new place, I feel peace, and I feel, I know I, I'm 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 secured. I I'm I have I found freedom, and uh, I just want to share this one Bible verse with you, um, um, Galatians 1:10. This verse um, before I uh, came to Teen Challenge, I was like I was trying to win the approval of men, but. That's where I got hurt and always was rejected. But then, at this place, I I turned to God and uh, and I I'm now I'm trying to please God and I'm a servant of God. I'm a child of God. And who cares who is against you? If God is for you, so the people, whoever, whatever is happening out there, as long as you have God, and uh, He will find a way for you. And I love this place. Can I get that first slide up, please? Yeah, so if you haven't heard of Adult and Teen Challenge, I feel like most of you have, but if you haven't, our program is located just outside of Brandon. We have a 16-beds women's home just outside of Brandon. We have a 30-bed men's home in downtown Winnipeg, and it's awesome. Teen Challenge is in over 120 countries and growing, and... It's helped thousands and thousands of people, and it's all about Jesus. That's the main, the main difference, and that's why our program is the most successful. We don't really call it an addictions program. We call it a discipleship program, but that's where people find f- true freedom, and yeah, it's amazing. So next we have Andrea sharing her story, and yeah, why don't we just welcome her? Hello, my name is Andrea, and I'm from Saskatchewan. 
and I'm a mother of two kids. And before Teen Challenge, I felt helpless and despair and I actually found myself thinking that perhaps I'll die. But I didn't really want to die, but just that my life was so far from where I had planned it to be. Um, I had felt a lot of insecurities and fears and my confidence was at zero. A lot of traumatic things happened to me in my life. I lost a man that I really loved to alcohol and um, I had other traumatic deaths in my family and so I felt like I was so far away from the Lord, almost like I was lost in the wilderness and I drank a lot of alcohol to numb my pain. And in my sadness, my mom's beautiful friend said to me that I must walk with the Lord again so I can find peace and joy. So my deceased sister-in-law recommended that I come to Teen Challenge. So I just felt like it would be a great opportunity for me to just try to start my life over and heal because I was kind of like just stuck in a basement and I wouldn't go anywhere and I didn't have a job. Depression was kind of controlling my life. I had a lot of anxiety, so I didn't even leave my basement. So I had no structure and no routine. So then I just decided that I wanted to get that all back. But I needed help because I couldn't do it alone. So I gladly accepted the offer and I was overzealous calling in to Sister Tara every day, every Monday or Sunday, whatever day it was. But I'm really grateful for this season of change in my life. Sometimes it hasn't been easy and I always, I feel like I want to just leave and go back to my comfort zone. But I just keep moving forward because I fixed my eyes on the Lord and my daughter, she's 25 and she just got pregnant and then she lost her baby. So right away the devil is already in her head saying, oh, it's your fault. Or like he just twists this whole thing and makes her feel, and made her feel so bad. So I'm so thankful that I'm here at Teen Challenge now because I can, I'm going to do my best to, you know, help her now in her struggle. And hopefully she can find hope in the Lord too. So I just wake up with a grateful heart and very grateful for life. And I'm very thankful that now I am realizing that I'm a child of God and I am no longer slave to fear. And I'm worthy of love. And I am enough. And I've fallen in love with my program. And it's teaching me so much. And I'm finding a lot of joy. And my leaders are so lovable and kind and humble towards us girls. And I just hope that I can get very deep roots to go home and be a good role model to my family and my friends and my kids and their kids, their friends. So that, because I'm, I like to help people, so I'd love to be somebody to help other people that have same struggles. Because addiction is just awful. 
and it just eats you up and is rotten. So nobody deserves to live like that. But sometimes the devil just makes us feel like we just don't have a choice. But with God, he's our rock and our salvation and our fortress. And if we just fix our eyes on him, we just have strength again. And that's it. Thank you. And now we have Abby. And yeah, welcome Abby here. Good morning. I'm Abby, and I'm a child of God. Um, A lot of you probably don't know me that well, even if I'm from here, because before Teen Challenge, I was very withdrawn, and I isolated myself a lot. I didn't try to make new friends. I wasn't out there being friendly, so... um, Yeah... So I'm just going to tell you my story, and then you'll know me a little bit better. Um, I grew up in a Christian home. Uh, My parents are awesome, as are my sisters. Um, Unfortunately, I I experienced sexual abuse at a very young age, and that led me to, like, being very... Like, I blocked out love a lot, and I was just very to myself. Um, I gave my heart to Jesus at 13, but... I thought God didn't really care about me, that he just loved me because it was his duty and he didn't really like me. So I tried to find love elsewhere and I ended up in a lot of unhealthy relationships and doing a lot of things that I shouldn't have been into, such as pornography and other things. Um, And then finally, when I was, just before I went into Teen Challenge, I was very hopeless. I had depression anxiety and health issues and it was just my life was just going downhill real fast and I became suicidal and I dropped out of school and then um, brother Aaron and sister Tara came here to this church last year and that's how I kind of started to be interested in the program my mom and dad went to the concerned persons group that they have for people that have loved ones in addiction so when we were going to that, they just asked if I could come into the program, and Tara said yes, so I started doing my calls. I had an interview, and May 3rd of last year, I entered the program, and it has completely changed my life. Um, yeah, like, before, you would hardly get a smile out of me. You, I wouldn't, I was very quiet. I had, I lacked confidence, and but in Teen Challenge, I began to grow stronger. I have, I can now smile and laugh, and I'm like genuinely happy. And I just, I just love life now, and it's amazing. Um, it may seem like a small thing, but on Friday actually, I went in and I got my first bank card. <laughs> so like that's a big accomplishment for me from where I was last year. And yeah, I get to work in the thrift store. I'm actually. Three weeks from grad, so like I'm going to be done the program in three weeks, which is crazy. I never even expected to make it that far, but here I am. So um, my verse is uh, John 8, verse 36, which says, If the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. 
And that is true. Like, Jesus is the only way. He's the answer, and he, he brings freedom and peace and joy. And that's what I have now. It's awesome. I didn't even know that that's how Abby first heard about the program because sometimes we go out and we do this at different churches and you don't see like a lot of the fruit of what we're doing and it can be exhausting at times, you know, but it's it's worth it when there's people like Abby that hear our story, go through the program and it's just changed and that's what keeps me going. <laughs> just seeing like the fruit, you know, like we're actually making a difference and it's awesome. So, yeah, thanks for your testimonies, each and every one of you. Um, today, I convinced my wife to come, but our baby just started crying a second ago. I was going to get Tara to share her story. Um, my wife graduated Teen Challenge in Pensacola, Florida, and she used to be addicted to drugs and alcohol and is now the program manager in the at the Brandon Women's Home, and God's just totally changed her life. I used to be addicted to alcohol and cocaine and was depressed. Like Abby said, I couldn't, I couldn't smile or laugh before the program. I was just that guy with my hoodie on and just keep to myself, and oh, life just sucked, to be honest. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to do anything but drink, and that was the only thing that could make me happy at that time when I was 18, 15 to 18, and I'm from Binscarth, Manitoba, small town. Just never thought I was going to do anything with my life. But Jesus changed my heart, changed my life, and has just... My life's awesome. I love it. I got to go to Bible college in Georgia and meet my wife there. She's from Mississippi. We have a beautiful baby that's only three months old. Her name's Stella. And God's just awesome. And I just encourage each and every one of you to just... Follow God, because he will do amazing things in your life, and yeah. So today, or I guess I'll, I'll start with the slides, so you can go to the next one. Real quick, just to give an update, last year at this time, I don't even know if we had the keys to the building yet, but we have a 26,000 square foot building in downtown Brandon, where the brick used to be, and it's called Super Thrift, and it gives the students in our program a place to work and it also helps fund our program because our program is not funded by the government because it's centered around Jesus. This place gives us much needed funding and gives the girls a place to work and yeah it's just been awesome. It's been super successful. We opened up in July on July 7th of last year and it's been great. You can go to the next one. It's at 127 7th Street in downtown Brandon. Maybe some of you have been there. If not, I got a, we got a blue donation bin at another ch church here in town. And they've come a couple times, just filled up their truck. And we're super grateful for your support. So if you're ever in Brandon, come check it out. We've got a lot of store space and a lot of clothes. And this is what I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to get volunteers. So if you ever want to come in and volunteer, sort clothing... This, the girls will agree with me. Our clothing piles probably as high as the roof, and like just huge, just massive. We got like thousands of bags. It it just keeps coming in, and 
That's just the clothing. We've got so many boxes. We probably got like a space not much smaller than this, just full of boxes. And yeah, we need help. So if you want to volunteer a couple hours, come talk to me after. It'd be really appreciated. Um, and yeah, that's what's been the biggest change this year at Adult and Teen Challenge is that thrift store. And it's been super successful. Okay, we can go to the next slide. Okay, so I titled this... I titled my message for today as what the Bible titled it as, really, Living as Children of Light. And I'm just going to read it really quick, and then I only have three points, so it'll be a pretty short message. Um, So it says, With the Lord's authority I say this, Live no longer as the Gentiles do, for for they are hopelessly confused. Their minds are full of darkness. They wander far from the life God gives because they have closed their minds and hardened their hearts against him. They have no sense of shame. They live for lustful pleasure and eagerly practice every kind of impurity. But that isn't what you learned about Christ. Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the Spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. So we can go to the next couple slides where it says, you are a new creation. And I think that's super important. I liked what Abby said right off the bat when she shared her story, that I am a child of God. Because a lot of us sometimes, we don't, we don't believe that, we don't identify as that. You know, we can be beaten down by what the world <laughs> says or how our week's going you know, I'm depressed, or I'm sad, or I'm not good enough, and we start believing those things. You know, we think them, and we start saying them, and we can really just have a pity party, and that's not going to lead us anywhere, you know? But when we start believing, like, put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy, like each and every one of us are so loved by God, and no matter what we're going through, God's going to help us through it. Earlier this week, or last Friday, we got some news about Tara's dad. He had to be resuscitated twice or once, so he had to be brought back to life last Friday. And he lives in Mississippi, and he's been an alcoholic his old life, his whole life. And so I was working at the thrift store, and one of the store managers there, and I was. It was about five thirty, and we get this news, and I'm stressed out, like. I guess we should go see him, right? Like, that's what we should do. And we have this baby that doesn't have a passport, and her dad's on life support. Does he know Jesus? You know, all these little things. How are we going to get there? It's not in our budget to do this. You know, life just starts happening. And it's stressful. And anyways, we went there. We flew out the next day from Minot, and we got there. Three flights. Actually, Stella, our baby, was pretty good, but... We get there, and it was just a stressful time. You know, life happens, and I'm sure that you guys can relate that life just gets hard sometimes and stressful. And to be honest, this past week was very exhausting and tiring, but God has helped us through it. And, man, like two days ago, I just felt so tired. I was so sick. I don't even know how. I'm just feeling great today. It's only by the grace of God that I'm here and... I feel awesome, and it's truly Jesus. 
So I just say that, like, man, God will help us no matter what we're going through. So the next couple verses here, at verse 25, if you're reading along. So stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold to the devil. And when I think of that, I think of, well, right now, I think of my relationship with Tara. If we get in a disagreement or an argument, sometimes it's, it's just easier to, well, for me, it's just easier to not talk about it and just go walk away and it'll just figure itself out, which it, it never does, you know. Tara wants me to apologize and what am I apologizing for, you know, and it's good, it's healthy, and it's helped me just open up, and it's made our relationship a lot healthier, so I encourage each and every one of you to just, with your spouses, with your children, with your parents, your relationships are going to be a lot better if you're communicating and forgiving one another, and so if we keep reading here, it says, if you are a thief, quit stealing, instead use your hands for good hard work. And then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God, through Christ, has forgiven you. And what stuck out to me was the last verse. And you can go to the next. Yeah, forgive one another. I think that's just so important in our relationships with one, uh, with one another, because... You know, when you don't forgive one another, you have that bitterness and you have that resentment and you have that extra weight on your body. Like it physically feels like you're carrying something and it's tense when you're around that other person or, you know, and it's just not that, it's not that great. I remember Tara and I, we were driving somewhere a couple years ago. And I feel like I just had this little bit of bitterness towards my dad because he was an alcoholic and he was there, but he wasn't always there. And I just felt abandoned and that he chose alcohol over me. And I felt like I kept this little bit of bitterness, you know? And I remember that I just broke down <laughs> in that car and I just started crying. And I just said, God, just help me forgive my dad. You know, I don't want to hold this bitterness anymore. And it was great. <laughs> I felt like there was no bitterness anymore. I feel like I haven't been as, I guess, awkward in our conversations with my dad. And it's just been freeing, really. So if any of you feel that way towards your parents or your spouse, like I said, or your, your children or your brothers, your sisters... I encourage you to do that. It's biblical to just forgive one another. Um, you can go to the next slide. So I went a little bit further here in Ephesians 5, and we've got 
nine more verses here. And it says, imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the example of Christ. He loved us and offered himself as a sacrifice for us, a pleasing aroma to God. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is an idolater, worshipping the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the anger of God will fall on all who disobey him. And don't participate in the things these people do. For once you were full of darkness, but now you have light from the Lord. So live as people of light, for this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. We can go to the next slide. My third point is, like, we're, we're supposed to be imitators of God. You know, I, even now more with a kid of my own. She's only three months, but I feel like she's going to start imitating what me and Tara do. You know, she's going to start doing little things, speaking, and I want to imitate God so that my, my kid imitates God, if that makes sense. You know, I want to be as much like Jesus. I want to be kind to other people. I want to love other people. I want to be patient with other people. I want to, like, love, you know, and... That's what we're called to do because we are his dear children. And sometimes, yeah, it, it can be hard to do that, right? With one another, with, with our family and at work, and we're supposed to imitate God. And if we're not living as people of the light, I feel like I say this everywhere I go. Like, if we're not doing it, like, who's going to do it? You know, we are the church, (laughs) the people of God. We are the church, not this building. So if we're not representing God at work or in our family, like, no one's going to come to know Jesus. You know, sometimes we've got to use our our mouths to, to tell one another. And I challenge myself because it's easier to just, I'm naturally just a quiet person. I'd rather not have conversations with strangers and it's just out of my comfort zone (laughs) you know this is totally out of my comfort zone public speaking um but god will use you and he'll help you and i tell the students at the thrift store every day like we're in the downtown of brandon and we have the opportunity to share our stories to just say hey how's it going to someone and like nella said we've got to lead people to jesus and just be there with them and tell them about our program and tell them that there is hope. Because when you're in that low spot in your life, in addiction, it feels like there's no hope. It really does. It might not make sense to some of you, right? It might make sense to some of you, but I remember when I was in my addiction, it felt like this is the only way there is, and there's no way out. <laughs> like, I didn't think, I, I, I never thought I'd stop drinking. I never thought I'd get sober. I didn't care to get sober. I remember when I first came to Teen Challenge, 
I didn't come here to follow Jesus, that's for sure. I just came here to get sober, and God just totally started changing my heart. And that's what is so awesome about Teen Challenge, is that Jesus is at work here, and he's changing the students, he's changing the students' families, and yeah, if, if you guys know anyone 18 and up that is struggling with an addiction that needs help, like come talk to us after. We'll, we'll do our best to try to get them into our program in Brandon or our men's program in Winnipeg. Like That's what we're here for. We're just here to serve and help others get back on track. And we thank you for your time. We thank you for your support. And yeah, like I said, we, are, we also have a table at the back where some of our students have made jewelry. If you want to support us that way, we appreciate it. And you could always support us with your prayers. You know, the enemy's always trying to attack us one way or another, and your prayers are really appreciated, and they do make a difference. So we thank you for allowing us to come, and yeah, that's it. That's all I got. <laughs>